0: Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's a Mock Draft Monday. Welcome to the program. Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Bo Brock. Give me a follow on Twitter at Bob Rack. Follow the show at Locked On AZ Cards. That's right. Mock Draft Monday. Our friends over at the Draft Network have a hot off the presses, piping new Mock draft for us to break down what position, which prospect do they believe today that the Arizona Cardinals would select eighth overall in the 2020 NFL draft. Excited to break that down. Also, my God, what the hell happened this weekend, the divisional playoffs in the NFL? The Tennessee Titans continue to just destroy everybody's predictions. The Titans once again take down in surprising fashion the Baltimore Ravens Saturday night. Nobody saw that one coming. If you did, congratulations. Pat yourself on the back. You are an NFL Nostradamus. As for me, I sit here eating crow. Mike Vrabel, Ryan Tannehill continue to be this year's version of kind of the Philadelphia Eagles and Nick Foles and kind of a little bit of the 2008 Arizona Cardinals who uh, made a miraculous run to the Super Bowl and ended up losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers with Ken Wisenhut and uh, Kurt Warner as their quarterback. Kind of a a, a former starter, kind of a, a star. Absolutely, Kurt Warner's a star. And then he was kind of cast aside. He went to the New York Giants and then got uh, second life for the Arizona Cardinals after taking over for Matt Leinert. Marcus Mariota plays Leinert's role in this uh, in this reimagining and the Titans are now in the AFC Championship game, taking on the Chiefs, who went. They had to, they had to gift twenty four points to the the Houston Texans. They end up rallying past the Texans. Deshaun Watson sent home. And then, as far as your NFC, uh, look the San Francisco Forty Nine ers. They look good against the Vikings. They look pretty dominant. Uh, no rust to knock off. As far as the Niners and their uh, playoff bye. And then they're going to be taking on the Green Bay Packers, who they hold on. Jimmy Graham is able to stretch for the first down. Some people call it controversial, but come on. It was, you know, it is what it is. The, the call on the field, it's tough to sometimes overturn, especially when you're looking at uh, a yardage situation. And the Packers hold on, beat Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks despite their late game rally. And then there were four. Which team are you rooting for to hoist the Lombardi Trophy as a Cardinals fan? And which players to watch with the eighth overall selection in the NFL draft in tonight's college football playoff championship between Clemson and LSU? That's your Lockdown Cardinals lead story. I'm your host, Bo Brock. Let's start with the weekend that was. Four teams remain. Their Arizona Cardinals ties, how loose they are They're pretty loose. I mean, obviously you have the NFC West champion, San Francisco 49ers, a team that the Cardinals played tight twice in 2019. Are you rooting for the division? I don't subscribe to that. Usually these divisional foes, there's bad blood. You play them twice a year. You're rooting for them to lose most of the time. I don't see Arizona Cardinals fans suddenly pivoting and rooting for the San Francisco 49ers, a team most of the year they spend their time hating them. Then you look across the aisle, you look who their opponent is, the Green Bay Packers. Now, this is an interesting team. Obviously, the Packers, a long history of winning. The Cardinals have matched up with Green Bay a couple times in the playoffs, and most recent history shows the Cardinals being victorious, in the despite Aaron Rodgers completing back-to-back Hail Marys and forcing overtime. But then that also uh, turned into Larry Fitzgerald catching a pass from Carson Palmer and scampering 75 yards to set up another Larry Fitzgerald catch on the shovel pass to win that game. One of the most exciting games I've ever seen live sitting there in the press box at State Farm Stadium and and, in catching that game where the Cardinals were victorious. And the Cardinals kind of set this up in December of 2018. The Cardinals shocking win on the road at historic Lambeau Field was the end of the road for head coach Mike McCarthy. That helped usher in first-year head coach Matt LaFleur, who's had a lot of help from this reworked defense. Aaron Rodgers in this offense has been relatively healthy, which has been a pleasant surprise, I'm sure, for Packers fans. It hasn't happened the last couple of years. You mean Devontae Adams, a huge game. Aaron Jones has had a monster 2019 season. Uh, It's just, it's been Packers, it's been their year, 2019. Do you root for the Packers? Or do you just stay away from the... NFC teams. Do you look across? Do you go to former Cardinals fan favorite, now Kansas City Chiefs safety Tyron Matthew? Kansas City, who was led by Patrick Mahomes and overcame a twenty-four nothing deficit to rally past the Texans. They ended up just boat racing the Texans in a, in a shocking turn of events. But is Andy Reid? Do you want to root for Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and the Chiefs? Chiefs, opposed by a team that is pretty reminiscent of the Arizona Cardinals' 2008 Super Bowl run. A team that nobody gave any chance to be here. Mike Vrabel, Ryan Tannehill, kind of uh, playing the roles of Ken Wisenhunt and and Kurt Warner. Guys who were just kind of afterthoughts. The Titans playing the role of David in this David and the Goliath scenario. Back-to-back weeks, they beat Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, send the Patriots packing, and then dominate a team that was dominating the NFL and the Baltimore Ravens that Buzz saw They slowed down Lamar Jackson in that offense, made them look very pedestrian, and here we are. I think it's safe to say that the Titans, that the underdog that they are, they're an easy team to root for. As Cardinals fans, I think it's easy to say you stay away from the NFC teams and you root for the AFC teams. Tyra Matthew or the underdog Titans. As for the college football playoff championship game, the Tigers versus the Tigers, the underdog in this game, probably Clemson, funny enough, as the team is the reigning national championship. They're trying to defend their title. Trevor Lawrence returns his sophomore season going up against Joe Burrow. Hollywood story of him going from Ohio State afterthought to winning the Heisman Trophy at LSU. Ed Orgeron, the afterthought at head coach. But on display are going to be a ton of pro prospects. Burrow, of course, probably your number 1 overall pick going to the Cincinnati Bengals. And then it continues, Isaiah Simmons, a guy who's been tied to the Cardinals in a couple mock drafts. Clemson. Also looking at uh, a couple other guys, cornerback Christian Fulton. He's a guy that's a top 10 talent. Clavion Chasen, the edge rusher for LSU. I mean, the list goes on and on. There are some very talented guys. My favorite player in this game is Grant Delpit. The safety for LSU, I think his leadership is incredible. He's wearing that number seven that's traditionally worn by your defensive captain for the Tigers. Peterson Wart for the Cardinals. Tyron Matthew Wart, who used to play for the Cardinals. There's just a ton of talent that's going to be on display tonight. Obviously, on the offensive side, T. Higgins, wide receiver Clemson. You've got, uh, of course, Justin Jefferson for LSU. Ton on display. Potentially some guys that are going to be lacing it up for the Arizona Cardinals if they play their cards right in the 2020 NFL Draft. It's a mock draft Monday. TheDraftNetwork.com has the latest mock draft for us to break down who do they have the Cardinals taking and do we agree with the selection we'll get into it next, I'm Bo Brock you're listening to Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: If you're somebody who consistently goes to the gym or you're somebody who's trying to jumpstart going to the gym in 2020, right now is a nightmare to go to the gym. There's other ways to get fit. In 2020, you don't have to join a gym, pay a ton of overpriced fitness equipment. The best way to get in the best shape of your life right now, it's Echelon. Go to EchelonFit.com to discover the EX1 connected fitness bikes that offer high-quality at-home cycling experience at less than half the price of a Peloton. Echelon makes beautifully engineered products for everyone. Busy moms and dads, first responders, elite athletes – Whatever your activity level. And with daily, live, on-demand studio classes right in your home, you'll never have to step foot in a gym. You'll love Echelon. But if you aren't 100% satisfied, we'll give you the money back. Join the hundreds of thousands of men and women who are getting fit with Echelon. Don't pay a ton for Peloton. Buy an Echelon bike today for under $1,000. Go to echelonfit.com slash L-O-N-F-L, to learn about their limited time free Apple iPad and complete details of this exclusive offer. Echelon, it's your time. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N, fit.com slash L-O-N-F-L, echelonfit.com slash L-O-N-F-L. Tonight we crown a college football champion. Clemson or LSU? LSU has just been a buzzsaw this entire season. Joe Burrow, his emergence from fringe prospect to probably the top pick in the NFL draft in 2020, going to his home state, Ohio, to play for the Cincinnati Bengals. It's Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm expecting a great game. Clemson is just too good to overlook in this contest. Kind of... A forgotten team, They somehow Dabo Sweening's team flies under the radar until this time of season, make their run to the college football championship game and then shock the world. Trevor Lawrence and crew certainly poised and have the ability to do so once again here in 2020. Tons of prospects are going to be on display tonight, including Burrow, including Lawrence, who uh, would have to play one more season of college football until he can be eligible for the 2021 NFL Draft. Likely your number one pick, unless there's another guy like Burrow in the 2020 college football season who comes out of nowhere and emerges as the top pick Heisman Trophy winner. The Draft Network, they're doing this on a weekly basis. They're doing it almost on a daily basis. They're putting together mock drafts, which has created this great segment. It's called Mock Draft Monday. Today, Benjamin Sulik. He put out his mock draft, his 4.0, and Benjamin is a very talented, great NFL draft mind. I've been following him on Twitter for the last couple years. It's fantastic. He's got up to two rounds for his latest mock draft. And here's how it goes. Burrow, of course, goes number 1 to the Bengals. Chase Young goes number 2, and that's pretty much the consensus across the board. No matter what mock draft you look at, 1 and 2 are pretty much... Etched in stone. You got the Sharpie out. You're putting Burrow number 1, Young at 2 going to the Redskins. Lions, they've seen this quite a bit. The talented corner out of Ohio State, Jeffrey Okuda. uh, The consensus top defensive back in the draft going to Detroit. Isaiah Simmons, a guy who was tied to the Cardinals uh, late last week when I was looking at CBS Sports and draft networks, uh, mock drafts. Isaiah Simmons is just an absolute monster uh, that would create nightmare matchups for opposing offensive play callers next season. Um, watch him tonight in the college football playoff championship playing for Clemson. Just gonna be an impact player. If he slipped to the Cardinals at eight, I would love them to help bolster their defense with a guy like Isaiah Simmons. Tua. I mean, this hasn't changed. This has been kind of something that's been going on for a long time. Tua has just been tied to the Dolphins. Even when we thought the Dolphins were going to be the, the worst team in the NFL in 2019, we thought that Tua was just going to be a shoe in to go to them number one. But now he could slide to them uh, at number five with the hip injury. And then you got Justin Herbert at number six to the Chargers, this potential successor of Phillip Rivers. The Oregon quarterback, uh, I like Herbert. I like his skill set. He was a guy that uh, I, I know there was high expectations for him, and you know he might have fallen short as far as being a Heisman contender in Oregon. As far as look, they they were in the Rose Bowl this year. Justin Herbert was the main reason for that. Derek Brown, the interior defensive lineman, they have the kid out of Auburn going to the Panthers at number seven, and then it has the Arizona Cardinals. And I have really no issue with this. Then taking Jedrick Wills out of Alabama. Wills has hurdled Andrew Thomas out of Georgia as the top tackle in this draft. I will never, ever, I don't care what, even if there's a fire, I will never have a problem with the Cardinals going offensive line in the NFL draft. I I have no problem with it. I think it's just like pitching a baseball. You can never have enough of it, especially with the prospect of DJ Humphreys leaving the Cardinals on a free agent deal to protect a guy like Kyler Murray, that that's investing in Kyler Murray's future, keeping him upright, and a guy like a, a franchise tackle like Jedrick Wills Jr. would be the best pass protector in this class. And I got no problem with that. Now, as much as I want them to pimp out their defense and a guy like Christian Fulton out of LSU who's going to be on display tonight, um, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I want the Cardinals to go defense with this pick, but I will never poo-poo a pick on the offensive line, whether it's Wills out of Alabama, whether it's Thomas out of Georgia, I think those are your guys that you, you if if it's not going to be a defensive player, I, I don't want to get into the C.D. Lambs, the Jerry Judys in this draft. I, I think that eighth overall, uh, that's a bit much for those those uh, type of wide receivers. I think you can find, you know, not as impactful, but guys that can help your wide receiver core. And that, Steve Kime has already poured a lot of draft capital into the wide receiver core. And the offensive line, the defensive line, are two areas of weakness for the Cardinals. That if they invested with their draft picks, I'm not going to turn my nose up at it. But also, just overall defense, whether it's a Fulton, you know, um, I don't know if it's necessarily like a Clavin Chasen, the pass rusher that you're going to see on display tonight for LSU. Um, I, I don't, I don't have a big time problem with uh, with the Cardinals going that way. It's going to be a fun offseason trying to predict what the Cardinals are going to do with that eighth overall pick. The draftnetwork.com. that's your one-stop shop for all your NFL draft needs, your mock drafts. Benjamin Sulik he went two rounds deep on his latest mock draft. Who he has the Cardinals taking in the second round? I'll tell you who it is. Next, I'm Bo Brock. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network.
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Guys, let's talk about sex, good sex. Remember the days when you were just always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance. Get extra confidence in bed. Listen up, BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up is twice as fast as the pill, so you're ready to go whenever the opportunity arises. Now, it isn't just for the guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in bedroom. Blue Chew, it's prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships directly They're cheaper than pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. When you use special promo code LOCKEDON, just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code LOCKEDON to try it free. BlueChew, it's better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. The NFL world was knocked on its backside Saturday night when the Baltimore Ravens were dominated by the Tennessee Titans. 28-12. The Ravens and Lamar Jackson were able only able to muster 12 points after the incredible 14-2 and season that they had. Now, we've been talking about this Lamar Jackson blueprint, how the Arizona Cardinals can follow it. Uh, you can go back to last week's podcast and listen to it, kind of Thursday and Friday's edition. We really deep-dived it. Um, it's pushing all your chips into the center of the table on Kyler Murray, much like the Ravens did with Lamar Jackson, but also investing in the tight end position, investing in your defense, getting playmakers around Kyler Murray. Um, It's easier said than done. And also take in consideration, I don't think Steve Kime's going to follow any other general manager's blueprint. Steve Kime is a guy that's going to kind of march to his own beat, and he's not going to follow what trends are, you know, obviously exciting in the NFL. He did follow uh, reluctantly after, uh, bad season in twenty eighteen with Steve Wilkes, see that that the offense of uh head my offensive minded head coach was the way to go. And the Cardinals saw strides with Cliff Kingsbury and, and but uh, I, I don't expect Steve kind to follow this blueprint as much as we talk to it talk about it. But I also don't think that the Ravens loss on Saturday night justifies bailing on the idea that Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are going to be a force going forward. They absolutely are going to be. As far as game planning, Lamar Jackson, it might have uh, you might have found some success there, but I don't think it's that easy of one bad game. And I think that the Cardinals need to take away, kind of maybe cherry pick how they want to follow that blueprint. Hopefully they do. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Mock Draft Monday here. Benjamin Solik of the... DraftNetwork.com has his latest mock draft, his 4.0. Has the Arizona Cardinals going offensive line in the first round. Uh, Taking the tackle out of Alabama. He's got uh, the Cardinals taking Jedrick Wills, the consensus top tackle. He's hurdled Andrew Thomas of Georgia as that top spot. I have no problem with the Cardinals going eighth overall at the offensive tackle position. In the second round, 40th overall, he's got the Cardinals taking Terrell Lewis. The pass rusher out of Alabama. So the Cardinals would go Alabama, Bama. Look, to go Bama heavy, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. To go tackle and pass rusher, some very uh, always some positions that you're always looking to get better at. I don't have a problem with that either. When you look outside of Chandler Jones, there was no presence getting after the quarterback in 2019. It was Chandler Jones, and much like 2018, there was a steep fall off pass rushing, getting to the quarterback, fell off a cliff. Terrell Suggs, who exited a couple weeks before, he's now a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's now in the AFC Championship game. He had five and a half sacks. Other than that, it was Rodney Gunther at three, Cassius March Sr. at two and a half, Corey Peters at two and a half, and a couple guys with one and a half and a half sacks. Um, the Cardinals do need to invest in the pass rush outside of Chandler Jones. There's no doubt about it. Um, when I look at the Arizona Cardinals, that's investing in their defense, Um, I think that they could probably be better suited to go secondary once again for a second straight year like they did with Byron Murphy in the 2019 draft. Uh, But I have no problem with a guy like Terrell Lewis. Um, What he's done in Alabama, he had six sacks. He's a physical freak out of Washington, D.C., 6'5", 250 pounds. Taking a Crimson Tide type outside linebacker, I don't think that anybody's going to turn their nose up at it. But uh, I'd like to see the Cardinals continue to invest in the secondary. I think that's where it's going to be, where it's really going to benefit this team. It might open up more opportunities, coverage sacks, uh, instead of guys just all out getting to the quarterback. Uh, I said tonight one of my favorite players to watch, and this is only dating back to the SEC championship game where uh, LSU took out Georgia. But I thought that uh, you know, there's Grant Delpit is somebody who I think the Arizona Cardinals need to make a conscious effort to get to, uh, maybe trading back into the first round and getting this leader. He wears the number seven, much like Patrick Peterson and uh, Tyron Matthew did before him. He wears that uh, that number seven. He's the leader of that LSU defense. I've seen him get after his teammates, keep them uh, focused or refocus them. And I look. I, I would love to see the Cardinals somehow get a hold of Grant Delpit. Watch him tonight. Um, look, I, I think that Clemson can play defense a little bit better than LSU, despite just talking up Grant Delpit, and I'm, that might give them the edge. Uh, we're looking potentially at this year's number one overall pick and next year's number one overall pick, and Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence, the quarterbacks in tonight's contest. And Trevor Lawrence has emerged after a slow start to the season as being one of the top prospects in the country. And uh, I I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to bet against Dabo and Clemson. I think the Tigers might are going to come away with this one and finally humble the LSU Tigers who have had a fantastic 2019 college football season. So I'm going Clemson Tigers over the LSU Tigers tonight in the college football playoff championship game. Alex Clancy returns to the Lockdown Cardinals podcast tomorrow. He's going to have his latest thoughts. He'll recap tonight's college football championship game and probably give you his thoughts on who the Cardinals should eye in the 2020 NFL Draft. It's been my pleasure to hang out with you on a Monday. My name is Bo Brock. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Bob I will talk to you guys later this week. Enjoy the football tonight and uh, enjoy your mock drafting as well. I'll talk to you guys later. It's Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network.
2: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: There's no better place to be in March than Arizona. It's a fact. It's why we live here. The month of March is incredible to live in Arizona. So this spring, if you haven't already experienced Cactus League baseball, follow your favorite baseball team to Arizona for Cactus League spring training. Amazing amazing weather, landscapes, outdoor adventure, incredible food. Arizona's the perfect home for baseball fans. 10 stadiums, 15 MLB teams, 75-degree days. You go to these spring trainings, intimate settings, but also the big league feel with all the big league uh, attractions, food, food, and the play on the diamond, is it's incredible. And it's all within 50-mile radius. You're pretty much 20 minutes from anything. Meet players, get autographs before games. And then while you're at it, when you're not at a game, check out the amazing restaurants, bars nearby, including craft breweries like Four Peaks, Angel's Trumpet, Ale House, Goldwater Brewing Company. It's incredible. You've got live music all over the place. is known for its incredible landscapes, thrilling outdoor adventures. I mean, 90 minutes, you're up in Sedona. You can go a little bit farther north to Flagstaff, and potentially in March you could find snow if you wanted. You could go skiing one day and then be uh, sitting on the lawn watching Major League Baseball, drinking a beer, enjoying the 70-degree weather. Bring the kids out to spring training. Arizona's fantastic destination for families. Family-friendly resorts, hotels offer plenty of fun for the kids all ages. They can go swimming in March. It's incredible. Arizona has tons of stuff for kids to see, wildlife parks, science museums, aquariums, and dude ranches. Plan your spring training getaway at visitarizona.com slash springtraining. That's visitarizona.com slash springtraining.